But then when you like, if you have Adam on it too, like if Adam puts anything in, then we're all like on our, our end, the two gig. I'm thinking about just joining Dropbox with my uh, like big pumpkin account, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, see, there's like a whole bunch of little things that you could do. It's like, oh, add this mm-hmm. and like do this and do this. It's like stupid little things. It's like click that you confirm that you watch the tutorial. Yes. You know, um, send Dropbox to five different people. It's like just the same fucking five people that, you know what I mean? Right. Well, now, from what I gather when I was looking online, they have to accept. And then for every one, from what I saw, don't hold me to this, it was two extra gig. Okay. But, but you can do it up to X amount of times. And it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, so like I saw, like you could get if you can get a bunch of people, maybe thirty gig. You could get like if you get them to accept. But I'm like, I have a couple of you know, couple of you know, Saco accounts. So I'm like, oh, if I just accept and never use them, yeah, I can get eight or ten in my regular account, and then I wouldn't care. Yeah. So if there's more above the four that I have, I might have to look into that. But that's for a later date. Right. I'll look into it, and if I find, because like, I'm gonna look into. It. If I find it, I'll send you the uh, the info. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Now that we've discussed gaming the system of Dropbox. Right, right. I know people use Google Drive, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm old school. I like Dropbox. It's been good to us for like the last seven plus years. You know what? I don't understand stuff other than my uh, ringtone maker. Hmm. So like like I have a cloud on my phone. I don't I don't know how to use it because I am I'm Verizon. It's like right. cloud. I'm like, well, I have Google like photos so that yeah. like will back up my photos and i'm like ah, a lot of it's junk so you get an x amount of gigs on that i can get rid of it but i'm like okay like they're like do you want to back up your contacts in the in the verizon cloud or like with your google email and i'm like i don't it's too much too much i just need simple uh simple uh choices that's what i want and dropbox is a thing that we both learned together like seven eight years ago Mm-hmm. Studebaker Why? set it up for us. Right. Why learn a new thing? Right. Oh, yeah. I, I you know. So. And I remember, I think we discussed it here in the show when I got my new phone from the fancy gentleman last year. And he's like, oh, just do this and you know, log in with your Verizon, what have you. And then it'll import your contacts, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, how long is that going to take? And he goes, I don't know, like 20 minutes or something. So it was like two days and my contacts hadn't imported. So I have my old phone and I'm like manually inputting contacts mm-hmm. and I'll never forget I'm in there and I get to K. Okay. So I'm right. like a good chunk of the way through the alphabet. And then all of a sudden I see everything's in there in duplicate that I've done previous to K. It's like, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. It just all of a sudden my phone decides like, Oh, let's sync these contacts now. Um, what happened to me with all that was like, I had them set to, for my Google account and then, okay, so this is my, I have my newest phone, the phone before it, and then the phone before it. Um, so two phones ago, I was like, set, uh, what do I want to call it? You know, have them set to my Google account to, to save the, the, the contacts. Then I went to my next phone. And I never set it to save to the Google contacts. So everything that every new number I got during that set in the last phone didn't carry over to this one. So I had to figure out a whole numbers because 
when it comes up, when you get a new phone, it's like, do you, and you put a new contact in, they're like, do you want this to set to your Verizon cloud, your Google address, this? And because I have several uh, emails on it, it's like this Google account, this Google account, this, and I'm like, and there's three other choices that I don't recognize. And I'm like, which one did I use before? I think it was the Google one. And then it's like, do you want to do this forever? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do it forever because I don't know how to change it if I do it forever. Because <laughs> each time it'll ask me when I do a new contact, it'll be like, of all these seven, which one do you want? And I'm afraid to hit the button, like the little whatever you call it, where there's a little dot next to it. Because if I hit that button and I my finger twitches and I miss it, I'm stuck with that other one forever because I don't know how to change it. Oh, I hate technology. Yeah, I'm not a fan myself. Uh, I deal with. So, uh, I, before I get into the uh, the <laughs> shit that was my week. Right, right. And, uh, of course, uh, the gummy power rankings that we promised last week. Uh, how's your week? How was football? Football was, was fun. Uh, we went out, me, uh, me, the summer you, uh, which is now listening to the all our shows, by the way. He's, oh. he's come on, come on board to podcasting. And he said the couple that I'm the couple that I'm li- I've listened to. He's mad we didn't mention him, so I'm mentioning Scott right now, so he'll be happy. So it was me, Scott. Shoot name, shoot name the yeah, the summer you, uh, then uh, the artist and the guy who knows more about wrestling than you, or they are not the artist, the uh, art collector. Uh, the four of us went. We had a good time. We were there from one to not all of us but one till like six or six thirty so we were there like six and a half hours watching football so it was a good time like i said we don't watch a lot of the football because none of our games were really on we were just having fun for the first week and um and then you know just hanging out and bullshitting and then the next night monday night football was uh the raiders games which was a nail biter all the way through so i had to stay up till like 10 to midnight to watch it so well, it was a crazy you know, obviously ending. more on that and the football standings and everything and the pickums on the main show mm-hmm. uh but i'm sad that i know so much about football at least week one this season right right because like it was saturday night sunday morning into sunday afternoon like I knew who was playing what teams, like the information stuck in my head. Oh, you know, luckily you don't have a podcast about football helmets. That would make it even worse. <laughs> like uh, we were at my folks house on Sunday mm-hmm. um, and my dad's like, oh, we we're talking about like whatever game. And he was watching you. Oh, I'm watching the Bills game. I'm like, oh, they're playing the, Bra- the Browns or whatever. I'm like, I knew that, you know, yeah, and, I think they uh, were the Steelers, the Steelers, the Steelers. Same difference. Yep. But, uh, uh, it was the same team. They're pretty much the same. Yeah, same. they're pretty much the Bills Mafia and the Steelers Steels. Iron I Curtain. I think they are. I think they're the 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 jerks, the Pittsburgh jerks. I think which the Raiders play the Pittsburgh jerks next week. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, fancy gentlemen. So I I come o- I, I'm going to come over and watch the game with you, right? And his answer to that was, can you behave? And I was like. In my mind, behave means sit on my hands when the Raiders score. So, because I know he's listening to this, but he's a bit touchy during the Steelers games, man. I saw his media during the Steelers game. <laughs> yep. He loves I, football. I wish 
I had that sort of level of devotion to a sports team of any kind mm-hmm. in the year 2021 that whether it's like a put on or an exaggeration of my actual feelings or what have you, that I live and die every Sunday for 16 to 17 weeks a year based on the outcome of a bunch of millionaires playing with a ball. Mm. Yes, yes. You know it's, what I mean? Oh, I know, because the Raiders make me happy until they don't, Joe. Right. Right. So, But I'm not – I don't think I'm Adam level, to tell you the truth. Um, I do I get ups- I, I do get upset, but I kind of give up halfway through the season because that's what the Raiders will do to you. But like, <laughs> like the, who gives up first? You or the Raiders? Ah, uh, well, we're all one. They're my Raiders, don't you know, Joe? Um, I know you love when people say that. Um, but uh, like with Adam, like at least with the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, and this is this is you'll edit this out or I'll use the ring tone maker. They haven't had like a losing season under their their current coach, and he's around for years and whatever. So there's all, all like always hope with the Steelers regardless, but with the Raiders, it's like, eh, like, are we going four and four and 12 this year? I mean, I don't know what the new, cause there's an extra game or whatever, but now like this year, I'm like, will we, will we be, you know, a 50, 50 team or we'll be winner or loser. We'll most likely be a loser. So I, I can give up early, but with him, he's, I, I guess, cause it's all that hope it gets to him, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't have that, uh, you know. Well, you save that for wrestling with all your favorite uh, wrestlers. So, it's real weird. I I wish I could pinpoint when it happened. Um, Because it's more so I'm happy when my friends have jobs and are making money. Right. And I kind of sort of know it's all a show when I do get excited for big things happening and you know, when I was over at DJ's house for the AEW pay-per-view a couple of weeks ago and Brian Danielson came out, I was very excited. Right. But it was like, I'd be excited if he came out on NWA Power or the local indie or whatever it was. It's just because I like that guy, you know? Right. If he was at Sokol's, you'd be happy. I'd be very happy if he was at Sokol's. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't like, there's a lot of going on and I'm doing my best to stay far, far away from it Mm -hmm. of people who are fans of world wrestling entertainment. They can do no wrong. People who are fans of AEW, they can do no wrong. And people who are fans of impact TNA. And those are just monster people. (laughs) See, I don't get any of that. So you're telling me wrestling has clicks. Yes, very I much I don't believe so. it. I don't believe it. Next, you're going to tell me Marvel and DC fans can't coexist. Right. So, okay. So wrestling, especially, like, I don't, like, I would never, if you said to me, choose a company for comic books, mm-hmm. I would say DC. But if you listen to the main show, DC gets more critiques because they fuck up more often. Right? Yeah. Well, they have more Batman books so, than Marvel. Right. Marvel, so. But what it really comes down to is creators and characters. Yes. But you know what? Looking back, I would say I was a DC guy. And if I looked at my collection, it's probably more of a DC collection. Yeah. But I'm at the age where it's like now there is no loyalty to like the company. It's loyal to the creators, maybe the character, but I'm more loyal to good stories. Yeah. So if you're Marvel or independent, 
um, I'll follow you. I'll, I'll follow your books. So does that come around like the way you're saying, like with wrestling, I'll follow the good wrestling? It's so um, there'll be a because again, you know, there'll be a character on one of the wrestling programs that are being misused, let's say. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously Spider-Man's not going to get traded to DC or, or like, you know, Nightwing is not going to get traded to Marvel. But characters can get misused. But characters certainly can get misused. And then what happens is, you know, somebody will get different creative. Um, this is a perfect example. OK, let's start with. Uh, fan favorite of the world, Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Supper Shredder. Right, right. So he starts out in WCW as one half of the Master Blasters, which was just going to be like a Road Warriors ripoff team. Two guys, painted faces, funky haircuts, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the best creative, okay? That doesn't last very long. His next gimmick is Oz. Literal Oz, where he comes out and there's a whole theatrical entrance where, like, Dorothy and the Tin Man and so forth show up at Emerald City. And then he comes out in a giant green cape wearing, like, a wizard mask. And then he takes the wizard mask off. And then he's what you would know Kevin Nash as with his hair spray-painted silver. Right. Again, not the best creative. Okay, now I think that's great creative, yeah. but that sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Well, so, and again, to get further into the weeds on this. <laughs> this this was is about, now at odds. This was, right, this was around the time where Ted Turner had recently purchased World Champion, NWA turned it into World Championship Wrestling, and this was also Turner purchasing the television rights to Wizard of Oz. Oh, that makes more sense. Didn't he have the coloration rights, too? Yes. All right, I'm on board. I know a lot about wrestling now. So he's like, we got the rights to Wizard of Oz. What else? What other properties can we work it into, you know? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, because he was in the wrestling business, but too that's bad right. it's an entertainment business. <laughs> well, I was going to say, well, that's great, Ted, because uh, I'm in the entertainment business. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so then his next gimmick is Vinny Vegas. Which oh. is which is kind of like a cross between like Dice and Vince Vaughn's character from Swingers. Not somebody, for, not the brothers from Pulp Fiction, and uh, what's the other movie? The the, the Vega brothers. Right, uh, 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 Reservoir Dogs. Yes, yes. So then he le- after three failed gimmicks, he goes to World Wrestling Federation, and he becomes Diesel. Right, and at first Diesel is just like. A guy who maybe is kind of like mafia affiliated because he's wearing like one of the like Guido jumpsuits, you know? He's not a truck driver? Well, it's not until later that he's named and he says, it's diesel, like what fuels a Mack truck. Oh. And then he went away from the jumpsuits to wearing like the black leather and having the glove and the whole thing. And then he was like Big Daddy Cool and he has the bluesy theme and then he starts to get over and then Vince tells him to start smiling more and things fail. So even with the good creative there of Kevin Nash becoming Diesel, the good creative became bad creative when they kind of like took the teeth out of the character, you know? Well, let me ask a question. See, do you think it was bad creative or he just didn't have the chops yet? Because was he using the only the five moves that you need to do for a wrestling match uh, before this, or did he was it in, 
when he got to Diesel that he streamlined his, you know, in-ring persona and moves and perfected them. Uh, so, so now, see, that's interesting that you say that. So it was on the rise to becoming Babyface Diesel where he had uh-huh. the five moves. Right. And then when he became Babyface Diesel, like, he started adding some more shit in there that he, didn't, like, wasn't great at, you know? See, it's the five moves, and that's it. Get out, man. Yeah. So, see, that's the thing. Like, and again, if you're a wrestling fan, summer to November 94 <laughs> was, like, right. the peak era of Diesel, right? Of course. That I was totally perfection. agree. He was starting to let the hair grow in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. He was starting to show a little bit more personality with whatever it was. He had his five moves. He didn't leave his feet and so on and so forth. <laughs> Patented OC. Yeah. <laughs> so again, creative with a character, but like these days, it's more or less like in World Wrestling Entertainment, it's like, oh, you need a new you need to freshen up of your character. We're gonna give you a new hat, you know? No, that's not even his real hat. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I like it when they make black goo roll down their wrestler their female wrestler's face. That's that's, you know, good. That's good creative. It depends. Like, if you're a voodoo master and you make black goo drip down people, then yeah, you know. I don't know. A girl with bunny slippers on a swing. That's that's where the money's at. I don't know about money, per se, but that's <laughs> where something is. Well, so you saw those cameos. We're completely off the subject of things. Right. Well, I just want to get back to football for one second, then we can segue into whatever you want. Yeah. Because you didn't watch any football this week because you big-timed us, Joe. Right. You totally big time. So I don't know what you had on your schedule, but you were, you know, gonna come out there for a little bit. But then you, know, you, a, you, you know, you, you went a w o l on us. Right. So let's start with uh, bitching about Amazon. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if you've been noticing Amazon packages are getting later and later. That's because you're ordering more and more. Um, no, no, no. So I talked last week that I ordered the windscreen for my microphone, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, it was originally supposed to be here on Thursday and then it moved to Friday. Then it moved to Saturday. Then it moved to Sunday. Then they told me to come and move my cube. No, no, wait, hang on. (laughs) Then on Monday, (laughs) I get a message from Amazon that says, your item appears to be lost in transit. We're just going to refund you. Oh, well, at least you got a refund. Okay, so I'm like, well, shit, I still need the windscreen. And also it was the same day that the mouse for, because I have my work computer and my personal computer right next to each other. Mouse for the personal computer shit the bed. So I flip-flop them, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't use the mouse as much for the work computer. But then at the end of the day today, Tuesday, as we record this, that mouse that I moved from the personal computer to the work computer shit the bed, but that's okay because I ordered a new mouse, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I, this one's going to die anyway, so Monday I'm going to order a new mouse. Um, I order the mouse, and they're like, oh, here's a super cheap mouse pad for $3. And I'm like, I've been looking for a super cheap mouse pad. <laughs> so I ordered that, and I already got the refund on the first windscreen that was lost in transit. So I'm like, I'll buy another one, right? Because I really need it. So then today, I get the notification from Amazon that the first windscreen that they contacted me about on Monday that was lost, that they gave me a refund for, will be arriving at 1 o'clock today. Oh. So you bought the other one, too, or no? I got the other one on the way, I guess. I got one for free, Um, I guess. I don't know. So I'll take the other one so I don't pop my peas here when I'm doing the show. If it it comes before I leave the house... uh, 
for the comic I'll bring it with me. All right. Go okay. Ahead. So uh, we'll we'll end we'll end with some fun instead of getting into this shit, right? Mm-hmm. So this weekend was busy. Um, Sunday or Saturday, we go up to my folks' house or my in-laws' house rather. And while we're up there, April gets contact contacted by the contractor. Mm-hmm. Who's like, yeah, I could fit you guys into the schedule tomorrow to come out and dig for the pool. So he, she's like, okay, well, what do we need to do? What needs to be set up? Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So we had already done the thing where we cut our fence so he could bring the whatever. The, yeah, the excavator in. The excavator. There you go. Uh, so he's like, just send me the measurements of how wide your alley is and how big the opening on your your gate is. Okay. Right. So we get home, we go out there. Okay, the opening on the gate, the fa- the fence is like eight and a half feet. The alley is about seven feet. We send him the stuff. He says, no problem, I'll be there sometime tomorrow, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So he shows up at about 8.30 in the morning on the Sunday. And he's got his excavator on his little toe thing. And he goes in the back. And he's looking. And he's like, yeah, that's not enough room. I'm not I. I'm not going to be able to fit this excavator through here. I just spent $90,000 on this. I don't want to get scratched. You didn't tell me your neighbors had branches. <laughs> I didn't know. Cause like, we're kind of in the middle of the road, right? I didn't know that we had to clear out the entire alley, both ways down of all protruding branches or trees on right. our neighbors. So that guy, this guy could fit his thing down the alley. Right. Didn't make that clear. If he told us that ahead of time, we absolutely would have went through with a machete and just cut shit down, right? <laughs> right. Didn't tell us that. So, and uh, my wife's like, well, we sent you the measurements. We sent what you asked for. What's up? And he's like, yeah, you guys didn't tell me about all this mess that your neighbors have, you know? And my wife now, again, bear in mind, I'm not allowed to deal with these people directly. <laughs> My wife feels as though I may have a heavier hand than she does. Right. We definitely have a heavier foot every once in a while. Right. Especially the bloated one. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes and he goes, well, I'm going to have to run over to my other, my, my, and get my smaller excavator and be back. Okay. Okay. So he goes and he comes back with the smaller excavator, which he could fit through the little, like, you know, the normal gate on a fence. Right. He could get it through there. So if we knew that ahead of time, we wouldn't have had to cut down eight feet of our fence so this guy could get his thing through. Right, right. So my wife says to him, she goes, you know, if your smaller excavator could have fit through this and the branches from our neighbors would have scratched up your new one and you're just across the road in Plains... Couldn't you have stopped by and just checked to see this stuff beforehand? And I'm he goes, busy. He goes, and he says to my wife, eh, it's only a $300 job. It's not really worth my time. <laughs> well, it's so not, Joe. You, you can imagine how well that went over with uh, both of us, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes and he digs it up with the smaller excavator, right? And he goes... You know, because I had to go back and get the other excavator and it took me a little bit longer, this really should be a $600 job, but I'll only charge you $450. Oh, I think that goes over well. 
so um, again, my wife reiterates, well, obviously, if it was a $600 job, that would have been worth your time to come over and check things, right? My wife getting a little, like, snotty with him, which I enjoyed. Right. Um, and he goes, yeah, you know, it just took longer. So here's the thing. He showed up at 830. He left at 930. He was back at 10. And it took him an hour and, like, 10 minutes to do the job that I think would have taken him a half hour if he did it with the big one. Right. So, again, when he said it's $150 for my time and it's $150 for my work, I'm not sure how that gets to $600, let alone give us giving us the good brother discount down to $450. Right. I'm not going to get into it because I've been around equipment and I just I'll just piss you off. So, well, I'll say this. If you are in the construction business and you are worried about branches scraping your $90,000 excavator, mm-hmm. you might be in the wrong line of business. <sighs> the guy was a dick. The guy was yeah. a guy. The guy was a dick. Um, now. I wouldn't have if it was gonna if I had a brand new machine. Yeah, I wouldn't have brought it down the the alleyway and get it scratched up either. That's okay. That's, but I also would have checked where I was bringing my machine to. You wouldn't, and you wouldn't tell the people that you were coming to do the work for that the price that you were charging them isn't worth his time. Uh yeah, I wouldn't say that. Even though I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Most guys who do this stuff, they don't yeah. like little jobs because it's not worth their time. It's that is one. What he said is 100% true. Yeah. But you don't say it. If right. you take the job. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Right. And again, I'm in 100% agreement with you that he should not be in business with a pool company to be the contractor to dig out holes for pools. I, I, once again, not defending him. I agree with you. But it's it's his he's just pissy because it's not an in-ground or one like a super pool or whatever. Sure. So so that's where his money's at. But those little jobs, you lose money on those little jobs. But I'd look at it and I'd be like, I if I if I was there, I'd just be like, listen, fucking buddy, like you lost money on this job. But when you do that big, you know, in-ground pool at the mansion up the road, you make way more money than you should. I guarantee it. I guarantee uh-huh. it that you make more money on that job. So you know what it call it comes it's a, it levels the playing field on these jobs. Just say you don't do the little jobs for your guy, but then he won't get the big jobs. So, but yeah, I'm like I said, I don't want you to think I'm defending him. I'm just telling you how things are, you know. So you got your so so now every week do I get to say how's my hole? Well, uh so now that the hole is dug, we have yes. to get rid of the dirt, which we're getting rid of. Um, my in-laws are coming and piecemealing it out whoa, of our whoa. yard. So you're telling me this fuck didn't take the dirt either? No. They're supposed to. <sighs> no, he said that we should call a landscaper to get rid of that. He don't. They don't handle that. Now, I, what, 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 what's going on, Todd? You're going to stop defending this guy? No, I'm not. I was never defending the guy. I was telling you that that laborers don't make money on small jobs, which is true. But now the contract you signed, the deal you made, did they say they weren't taking the dirt away? Did you know this beforehand? That I don't know. Okay. That's that's because that's an on you if they told you that. But on them, like, no, no, you got to take this dirt away. 
and that's no problem. We can get rid of the dirt. We got people who will take it. Mm-hmm. You know, we already had neighbors coming over, seeing a big giant pile of dirt, saying like, hey, can we take some of that? We're like, absolutely, go nuts, right? <laughs> dirt sale. But that's not that store-bought dirt, Joe. Can and I said that to my kid. I said exactly that. I go, that's... He's like, why does everybody want this dirt? I go, because it's... The, I go, it's fancy store-bought dirt. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the best guy in the world, and now you have dirt left over. Right. So now uh, my wife has been in touch with the pool people, uh, the sand people, not the Tuscan <laughs> Raiders, but, you know, the people who can deliver the sand. I would be better if it was the Las Vegas Raiders, but go ahead. Uh, and then, you know... Um, once we have the sand there, um, then the pool people will hopefully schedule a time where they can come. But obviously the biggest sticking point was getting that hole dug where, you know, this has been on this guy's list for five weeks and he kept, you know, ducking and dodging us, you know? Right. So what, does this guy have a name or are you going to, are you not going to out him? No, no, it's not worth it. Okay. Did he get a bad review on Yelp? That's the thing. When I went to go look him up, mm-hmm. um, he ain't gotten like no real web presence. Right, right. Yeah. I love the smell of fresh dug pools, man. Uh-huh. But anyway. Oh, at least like step whatever is done, you know? Yeah. yeah like you said, like um, the wall is knocked down all the way. That's like step one for me. So yeah. I get what you're saying. You're on a long ro- a short road now, Joe. Yes. But uh, how's my water heater? Okay, so water heater has it leaked in two weeks. Oh. But the pipe has doubled down. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, we would put a bucket under the pipe to catch the water. And mm-hmm. usually that bucket would be filled in like three or four days. And now it's closer to like two days that it's filled. Uh, I mentioned that to my brother when I saw him on Sunday, in addition to all this other stuff. And uh, his remark regarding the water heater is like, yeah, that's odd that you, it's uh, not leaking anymore, but uh, a new one's still on back order. And uh, I'm probably just going to wait for that to come in before I come down and look at the pipe. Hopefully right. it's before it starts getting cold. Because that's such a small job, it's not worth his time, Joe. Well, again, <laughs> I, I know what my brother charges for his work. Right. So uh, he's probably going to do it for like a sandwich for his kids. Right. But really, he should have charged you for two sandwiches, but he'll cut you the good brother discount a sandwich and a half. Well, the one kid probably ain't going to eat a full sandwich. Right, right. So it works out, you know. Well, there you go. So that's perfect. The barter system, Joe. Exactly. So, again, things are getting done, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right, last but not least, as, pra- as promised from last week, the gummy power rankings. Right. I forget how even we got on this. Oh, it's the, the running gag of the time that you had gotten Sour Patch Kids. Right. And my wife, uh, we went to go see Black Swan. You were putting in slow motion one of the Sour Patch Kids <laughs> into your mouth. Yeah. And my wife violently attacked you and smacked it out of your hand and sent it flying, also in slow motion across the theater yes that is exactly what happened and then i think we're regaling that story you had said that you don't even like sour patch kids or some shit (laughs) no i love sour it had something to do with you mentioning gummy worms and i said i won't eat them i will not eat gummy worms so power ranking worms at the bottom but anyway okay we're gonna we're gonna have a discussion about this okay right 
So here's what I have on my temper. Now this is in no particular order, and uh, and then we'll get into specifics about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So you have gummy bears, of course, gummy worms, gummy fish, fruit slices. Do you know fruit slices? Yep, they're like the sugar. They look like wedges of orange and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, gum drops. The uh, the jelly babies, which are gummies, but are like also like sour patch kids. Jelly babies and sour patches are two different things, but okay. Okay, well, we could give them two separate entrants on the list. Right. The uh, the 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 gummy bottles, where they have like a soda flavoring inside of them. So it's like, because this is the one that I want to ask. So I have, well, there's a couple that I want to ask. But the bottles are like little gummies. But then when you bite into them, they're like uh, juice filled or yeah. like liquid filled. Okay. Wasn't sure if they were, that's what I remember. Okay. See, because there's the similar wax ones. Yes. Not the wax ones. These are actual like gummies that have that in them. But I was also wondering if there was a solid gummy that tasted, that were shaped like bottles that were like, oh, this is root beer. But because I've never had those, if that's, you know what I'm I mean? I'm sure they have both. Right. I've seen both. But you're talking about the goo filled ones. Okay. I, I'll, you know what? I say they're both the same. So they don't get two separate categories on the thing. One goo filled and one non goo filled. <laughs> right. Um, rings. Uh, like, most notably peach rings. Right. Uh, then we get into like animals. Most notably, they were gummy frog, gummy sharks. Mm-hmm. And then there's the food items. Most notably, and these are just like kind of like the more popular ones because they just do like gummy of every food, right? Right. There's the gummy pizza, if you've ever seen that. Yes. There's the gummy burgers. Most notably, the... Uh, the the SpongeBob themed Krabby Patties mm-hmm. and Gummy Sushi. I've never even heard of Gummy Sushi, so I honestly think you're putting me on on that. Okay, one, so so that one I felt might have been a bridge too far because I also had on here because I've seen them before where it's like gummy like Thanksgiving dinners. I've seen those, yes. Okay, but I'm not gonna put. I'll take sushi off the list if we can take other like weird oddities like that out there. Now, is there anything that I'm missing? Um, would the only other one that I, would you, would you count Skittles, uh, gummy candy? No. Because okay. they have a hard candy shell. See, I always thought that they were like, they didn't have a hard candy shell. That was just, the outside was the same material, but it hardened. Do you know what I mean? No, there's like a little thin layer of like, if you were to get a Skittle and like chop it in half mm-hmm. and like bisect it you would see there's like the hard outer layer. Then there's like a thin, like white layer between the candy layer on the outside and the gooeyness inside. So you're saying literally that Skittles have a crust, a mantle and a core. Uh, That's a geologically geological stuff, but then technically wouldn't bottles be the same thing because they have a liquid in the middle. So it's something different. That's not, do you see like my argument? It's not full gummy. There's a liquid. Okay, so that so where I'll say is, I can take the liquid ones off the table, mm-hmm. and just go with the ones that are bottle shaped that tastes like your favorite cola drinks. Okay, I'll go with that because if you know, I can't have two different textures on my Skittles. You can't have two di- different textures in your bottles. Now, so this is where we get into another concern, right? Right. So 
a lot of these ones, specifically like your peach rings, your gummy sharks, and so forth, have multiple consistencies. Right. Well, I'm some just... of them will have like that cream layer. Mm -hmm. Like the back will be cream, and then the front will be gummy. Right. Or are we counting those? See, I don't know because in this grand list of things, mm -hmm. I've never eaten a gummy sushi. I've never eaten a gummy burger. I've never eaten a gummy pizza. I've never eaten a gummy shark, and I've never eaten a gummy frog. So ranking those is going to be – they're all at the bottom with the worms because I've never eaten them. Okay, so you're you're so I'm I'm good to eliminate stuff that you know we have not eaten alike. So you're saying the burger, the pizza, the shark, the frogs gone, right? And I've technically never had bottles as we just you know hashed that out that didn't have the liquid in it. I'm keeping bottles on the list. All right, just because we went through all that. All right. Okay. So everything bottles and above, I'm fine with. Okay. And peach um, rings, like rings are off? Oh, no. Everything rings and up. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, I misread that. Okay. So I feel confident in saying gummy fish are number one. Now, yes. But defunct grape gummy fish are better than regular fish. So obviously we can get into like flavor preference. I'm talking overall experience with gummy flavor notwithstanding we're imagining whatever the gummy that we're eating in this instance is our favorite flavor okay fair enough now i have to ask you on the fish consistency favorite consistency too because fish have wildly different consistency and when you buy them sometimes they're way too gummy sometimes they're way too chalky but when they're in the goldilocks thing they're just right there ain't no better texture than a fish do you know what well, i'm talking about so Obviously, you can control the texture by, like, you know, they were, like, in a bag in your pocket, you know? They're going to be a little bit more delicious than you buying them off the shelf or you kept them in your freezer for some reason. All right. The freezer are different. But I've had wildly different textures from fish right off the, right off the shelf at a store. Because I'll buy them every once in a while for dessert. Because, you know, um, I do. At the store, they have the 99-cent box. You just rip it open, they're in a bag, and there's, a, you know, one portion of fish. Don't know if that's on the serving size, but it's one portion of fish to me. And sometimes they'll be fantastic. Sometimes they'll be too chewy. I don't know. I'm just going perfect consistency. You know it when you bite into it. Okay. That being said, fish still number one? Yes, wholeheartedly. Give me your thoughts on number two. What are we putting at number two? Okay. Now, could I put in just because... It's something that warms my heart and it makes it, I have nostalgia for, or does it have to, does, what's the reasoning I can use? If you make a good enough case. Okay. I'm going with jelly babies because they were the fourth doctor's favorite. That's number two. No, I can't, I can't agree with that. All right. So I can't use that then. Well, you're not going to sell me on that. Um, uh I right. had them. I don't like jelly babies as much. They're like a little bit too like um, gooey, I guess. Okay. They're still gummy though. They're right. They're gummy, but they're a little bit gooey. I'll give you them at number three. If we put bears at number two. Okay. I will not put bears at number two. I will put rings at number two. <sighs> now see rings is a tough sell for me only because 
I don't like the peach rings, which is the primary version that rings exist in, but I like all the other types. And peach rings were my go-to move in a bag when I would go to gentlemen's clubs. When I was younger, nothing would attract the ladies like peach rings, man. They would sit down and talk to you for like an hour as long as you gave them peach rings. All right. I'll give you peach rings at number two just for that. True story. If you ask a couple of my friends, they will 100% back me up on that. So could we say bears at three, babies at four? We, I'll, I'll concede bears, but I never really liked gummy bears. You need the, and again, I'm going to mispronounce the company name. The Albanese. The what ones? The For the bears. Albanese, I think, is the company name. See, I've always had the hairball, and they're always too, they're too rubbery. Okay. I'm going to bring you a, a, a pop filter and some Albanese gummy bears next time I see you. Okay. Okay. But I'm conceding to put the jelly babies that high on the list. Right. Okay. So give me the rundown because I don't have a tablet here. All right. We got fish at number one, rings at number two because of the story, bears (laughs) and babies. Okay. Okay. Now you've already made your feelings known about worms. So I'm going to, I'm going to lobby here to put fruit slices at number five. We could put fruit slices at number five. If I can put sour patch above gumdrops and everything, everything else. That's the next one for me. Allow. I'm not a huge sour person. The method to eating sour patch, um, which is sucking the sourness off it very slowly while drinking water. Right. Well, see, I'm not. I don't like the sour either. But the sour patch watermelon, yeah. aren't sour. They just taste like watermelon. But the consistency and like, the, like eating them is fantastic. It's almost like eating a fruit slice. Now, so, okay. So I'll 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 give you this. Sour watermelon versus Sour Patch Kids. I put Sour Watermelon maybe above Fruit Slices. I would, I would do that. I would do that. But then Sour Patch themselves is going way down on the list. And I, okay, so good, good, good. We'll do that. I'll put Sour Watermelon above Fruit Slices. Mm-hmm. Important work we're doing here. <laughs> this is this is God's work right here, Joe. Okay. So, so again, we're under bear babies. We got sour watermelon, fruit slices. I'm going to lobby hard for gummy worms. It's not at the bottom of the list, but I, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel good about myself if gummy worms were below gumdrops, bottles, or sour patch kids. All right. You could put it there because we're at, we're at the point where I'm not eating any of the anything after this. So okay. So this is like like what's above uh, what's above uh, uh, worms now officially. Okay. So from the top, fish, rings, bears, babies, sour watermelon, fruit slices, and then worms. Okay. So we're uh, fruit slices is my Mendoza line. Okay. So anything under this, you're not going to fight me on? No, I will not do anything like can't give one iota after this. All right. So I'll I'll go under worms. The bottles. 
the Sour Patch Kids, and then Gumdrops at the bottom of the list. I'm fine with that. All right. Gumdrops are an old person's candy. I got no business for it. Sometimes they're sour. Sometimes they're not sour. Like, sometimes they're straight up fruit flavor. Sometimes they're sour. And there's no way to tell the difference between them. Okay. But I just want to say. But gumdrops are not the peak old person candy, though. No, that's like hard candy or ribbon candy, of course. That that is the peak old person candy is Werther's Butterscotch Originals. Right. I was going to say individually wrapped butterscotches. Yep, yep. And Because if you don't, if you take them out of the bowl, they come all out in one, Joe. It's a candy dish, Ned. $90. <laughs> that's right. All right. So we did a lot here tonight. We did. I think this might be the longest After Dark in the history of After Dark. In a while. In a while. Um, yep. So just just one last time, then we close up shop here as, uh, you know, we'll do one last set of plugs to wrap it up. Uh, the power rankings, fish number one, obviously, um, goes without saying, grape Swedish fish is like the end-all be-all. There is no list. If those were still freely available... There's no question. This list doesn't exist, right? Right, right. But Swedish Fish, number one. Gummy Rings, number two, which I think is a bit of an upset. But again, it was a good story. (laughs) Gummy Bears, Jelly Babies, The Sour Watermelon, Fruit Slices, Worms, which I feel should be higher. But again, I'm not going to fight you. The Bottles, Sour Patch Kids, and then Gumdrops. That's a good solid list right there. I'd say so. Now we just, I mean, not right now, but now we have to we have to figure out what else we're going to rank. You know what I'm saying? Well, listen, I'm open to suggestions. Yep. Uh, whether you leave a comment here uh, on the episode when it goes up on longboxheroes.com, obviously a patron comment is going to get a little bit more. It's kind of like the super chat of comments. Right. I won't see it, but I'll take Joe's word for it. <laughs> right. That's even better. So if you want me to run, a, a, run an opportunity on Todd... <laughs> You could comment on the Patreon if you're getting the $5 and up level. You're getting this before the main show, so you get everything in the correct listening order. You get the two bonus shows. This week we're recording Story of Ricky for Six Never Seen Movies, which I'm excited for. Uh, You've already got September 1991 uh, previewing the past. And, uh, yeah, you know, or uh, tweet at us or something, and we'll uh, figure out what power rankings we're going to do next. Right, and I'm going to say if it's a Patreon comment, I want a screen cap like a, with a newspaper in it, <laughs> the, the fresh newspaper. And this isn't going to turn into a draft show. It's going to turn into a rank show. Yes. <laughs> this show just got rank. Oh, goodness. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for bearing with us. Uh, episode 357, Longbox Heroes After Dark. And uh, we'll see you all here next You're week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named soon network. To be- the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.